Hi everyone and welcome to Empowering the Opposition. My name is Dr. Nafis Alam and our topic today will be misandry as a solution to misogyny, retaliation as a form of justice. Some people pronounce it misandry. Um, I think the proper way to pronounce it is misandry, although I could be wrong. English, as some of you might know, is my third language, so I'm far from an expert in, uh, in English. Uh, but for the purpose of this podcast, we'll go with misandry. Even if I'm wrong, hopefully you'll uh, find it in your heart to forgive me. Retaliation as a form of justice uh, isn't anything that is new. Um, in fact, uh, the majority of history uh, suggests that retaliation, revenge, has been uh, uh, often been the go-to form of justice. Um, anytime someone has done something, uh, uh, an equal and opposite reaction as though it were the physical sciences, was often applied. An eye for an eye, if you will. And we found ourselves here today, and in society today, uh, asking the question of, mis uh, is misandry a uh, viable and sound solution to misogyny? Uh, both today, both present day, and historic misogyny is misandry uh, the uh, uh, one of the solutions. Now, in true empowering the opposition forum, we'll cover uh, several different viewpoints here. The first of which, of course, is uh, that that misandry might not be a good solution to misogyny. In that regard, uh, you could make the argument that you know, much like in multiplication, two negatives don't uh, well. Although in multiplication it does, so maybe that's a bad example. No mathematician. But two wrongs don't make a right, is what I'm trying to say. Two wrongs do not make a right. So we know that misogyny is not right. Why would misandry be right? I don't think anyone that practices misandry would suggest that it is the right thing to do. However... Uh, those who do often claim that it is a response, it is a retaliative response, a uh, revenge and vengeful response uh, for past uh, behaviors and experiences. And in doing so, what ends up happening is that uh, some people will say, you know, they don't always remember history. So those who notice the misandry but not the misogyny might end up being even more misogynistic, just as those who uh, notice the misogyny but not the mis misandry might end up being more misandrist, uh, I believe is the way to say it. So not acknowledging the other side uh, as human prevents us from un, uh, uh, attributing human characteristics to anything that, that differs from our point of view. So to suggest that misandry um, is a poor response uh, to misogyny is to suggest that at some point we have to stop hitting the ball back and forth and come to the middle, shake hands, 
and understand that we have to figure out a way to move forward without always having the pendulum shift back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <clears throat> now, some would suggest that uh, misandry is a sound solution uh, to misogyny uh, and in true impairing the opposition form. We could make the argument here that for a greater part of history, since retaliation and revenge has been a sound form of justice, do we think that we've outsmarted history now and that we are above all of that? I think it's easy to see that many people in society, when wronged, aim to wrong others themselves. Despite the fact that all the textbooks and all of the the ethics classes and you know uh, all of the human behavior courses suggest that revenge and retaliation are never a, a good option. That's the first thing that people often think about. Not all people, but many people often think about whenever they've been wronged. So perhaps we're sort of trying to undo uh, biology, psychology, psychiatry, uh, by suggesting that we are above retaliation, that we are above revenge. Furthermore, the physical sciences that we've mentioned just a moment ago, the physical sciences might be a great indication of how the social sciences and society in general should behave. Why shouldn't an action have an equal and opposite reaction? Why shouldn't I retaliate against you when you have wronged me? And why shouldn't I retaliate to the extent to which that you have wronged me as well? So if you've done something bad to me, I should be permitted to do something equally bad to you. That sounds archaic. No doubt about that. But even so, just because something sounds archaic does not mean that it's not consistent with the human condition and the human spirit. Because still to this day, many might sort of be uh, shy to admit it, but many today still go to retaliation as their primary form of justice. I want to see something bad happen to someone who did something bad to me. So there's plenty of arguments to be made in that misandry is not a solution to misogyny because it just creates you know more and more negatives two wrongs don't make a right and uh, the more we keep going back and forth the more extreme the pendulum swings so an extreme uh, response to misogyny might be extreme misandry and then you only see extreme misandry and thus you have an even more extreme response uh, through extreme, even more extreme misogyny, and so on and so forth, until the pendulum is just, you know, going all over the place, and it breaks, and uh, human civilization uh, potentially falls apart. On the flip side, in true empowering the opposition form, misandry could indeed be a solution to misogyny, uh, because it takes away any sort of question as to whether or not the punishment has fit the crime. If the crime is done, whatever that crime might be, and it doesn't have to, I don't, I'm not talking about crime in the legal sense, but crime in, let's say, offensive language, 
if offensive language has historically been used against uh, women, then should it not be appropriate to use offensive language against men? And furthermore, does that not indicate the most even sense of justice? Something wrong was done to A, thus the same level of wrong was done to B, and now we're all even. And I suppose that's sort of the, the point here, right? An eye for an eye. Are we looking to get even? And many academics might suggest, no, that's not the right way to do it. We should really try and be above that. Um, I don't know that, that it's in hu the human condition, the human capacity to, to be above nature. Um, and thus, you might suggest that, uh, that misandry might be the, the proper solution to misogyny. Now, again, in true empowering the opposition form, there's so many different ways uh, to approach this because you can look at misogyny and misandry in isolation today, or you could look at it in the context of history. And historically, there's been much greater repression of uh, women as a group. Uh, and thus, you might say, due to historical oppression, it makes sense to have hundreds of years of uh, retaliation against men as a response to the hundreds of years of uh, what men have done to women. Uh, of course, the counterpoint to the counterpoint here is that none of the men that were offenders in this sense 200 years ago are alive today. So you're punishing people that were never a part of the problem to begin with. So this is what you might call an ethical dilemma where there is no real right answer. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Dr. Nafis Alam, and this has been Empowering the Opposition. See you next time.